1: This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. So, what exactly is the show about? It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catches. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, all righty. Hello, love. It is uh, Bowerley on News Radio 930 WBEN. Good to be with you on this uh, Friday, the 4th. Of August of uh, Anno Domini 2023. And uh, <laughs> the uh, Buffalo News reporting that the uh, state's comprehensive management plan uh, basically failed. Uh, Maki Becker of the Buffalo News, report on Christmas week blizzard finds no blizzard plan, bad communication, and software issues. This is according to the uh, Buffalo News. Now, I realize it's August, and I realize that we have done the topic before, but uh, as you look back to those horrible days of December 2022, have you any suggestions for the future on how to make communication better. How to make things better. And uh, we got a couple of topics this hour. This is one of them. And uh, one of the things uh, that I would have done if I had been in a position of power, which I am not. I'm just an idiot with a microphone. uh, Had I been Byron Brown, and by the way, the mayor of Buffalo is a friend of mine. Yes, I know he's a Democrat. Uh, I understand that. But uh, Byron is... uh, by- Byron is like, uh, he's my man, okay? I, I love Byron. Do we agree on everything? Absolutely not. But is he awesome? Yeah, absolutely. And he he knows it, and it, it's all good. Uh, and had I been Mark Polling cars, and I, I mentioned this last week or whenever it was we last talked about this, I would have closed down every road in western New York effective 6 a.m. on Friday. And I absolutely believe as I stated earlier, that one of the reasons this was not done was post-COVID worry about upsetting commerce and business even more than it had been upset, okay? I really believe that was a factor in why the roads were not closed at 6 a.m. on Friday. And I told you the story, um, Many times, maybe too many times, but I have a very bad habit of repeating myself, um, which actually is a good habit in radio. Um, I have a very bad habit of repeating myself. Did you catch the irony there? And when I just said, okay, good. So, um, On Friday morning of the blizzard, like many of you, I was awakened somewhere around 7 or 8 o'clock. I had a doctor's appointment. I looked out the window and I said, I am not going to the doctor's appointment. I'm going directly into work. I've got my go bag ready. I'm going into work. I had a pillow. I had uh, all of the heart meds and everything else that I need. And, uh, you know, I I knew I wasn't going to be home. And it was so obvious, even at 7 or 8 o'clock, that it was going to be a major storm, just as Andy Parker predicted it was going to be a major storm. And again, forgive the repetition, but I believe every single day the week leading up to the blizzard, Andy Parker was with us um, the 2 until 3 o'clock hour, basically saying, this is going to be horrible. And I specifically remember on Thursday – Uh, meteorologist Bob Hamilton with the Buffalo Office of the National Weather Service calling in and saying, I think it's going to be even worse than what Andy is saying. And then we got this uh, warning from the National Weather Service about difficult to impossible travel. Now, folks, I've been doing this since uh, 1981. (laughs) Jeez. Hello, I'm old. Uh, I started young, okay? Okay. Uh, But I've been doing this since 1981, and I can't remember the last time I saw the National Weather Service saying, difficult to impossible travel. So if I was going to criticize Byron Brown, if I was going to criticize Mark Cars, now Byron is a friend, Mark is not, okay? I run into Byron all the time, all right? And we are as, you know, we're as close as close can be. Uh, as far as, you know, just two guys who care about the community, who come at things maybe from a different direction, but I have a great deal of, of affection for Byron Brown. Uh, the day after his re-election, he could have easily done a phone interview with me, but He showed the respect to you guys of coming into the radio station to do his post-election interview. That is, make no mistake about it, in this business, a sign of respect for you of the listening audience. Okay? That being said, despite my great affinity for the mayor... I just wish that everything had been closed at 6 o'clock. One of the lingering mysteries, and again, we've discussed this before, we live in an era where information has never been so plentiful or as easy to obtain as it is now, or as it was in December of 2022. And for the life of me, I cannot figure out how it is we lost twice as many people in the blizzard of 22 as we did during the blizzard of 1977. My thesis, and I've got no way of proving this, is in 1977, there were a limited number of options from which to choose in terms of media you didn't have podcasts, you didn't have YouTube videos to watch as you were driving along or to listen to the audio as you drove along. Uh, Basically, you had a few radio stations, you had a few television stations, and even 1977, to some degree, caught people off guard. Um, I remember being in Benjamin Franklin Junior High School and the uh, principal coming on saying, we're dismissing everybody, make it home and walking home during the blizzard of 1977. And the Kenton schools, they never closed. And there could have been a cyclone. There could have been a hurricane. And the Kenton schools would have been open. Uh, But in any event, um, I I do believe that the, the, how do I say this? Um, The availability of non-local media contributed to the death toll when you saw people on Friday morning wearing shorts and flip-flops because it was in the 40s, clearly they had not gotten the message. And it is – it's something that I'm going to take to my grave. And I always wonder, and I'm not looking for sympathy points. I'm not looking for pats on the back on this – But I'm always going to wonder, should I and could I have done more? And even though Andy Parker, the meteorologist, was on this radio station, on my program, two until three, every day, I'm pretty sure Monday through whenever, um, I always wonder if possibly um, I could have done more. And I will always have that doubt. I will always have that nagging self-criticism about should I have done more and then I think back to some of the emails I got well if you're not trying to hype the storm how come you have Andy Parker on every single day but the state you know the this the state report talks about software glitches and failures of communication and frankly in 2022 and the blizzard hit in 2022 there ought not to have been shortcomings in communication because we live in an era where communication has never been as easy as it is now and you know I I I would like to know one of my questions this hour and again I'm, I'm just I'm putting it out there to you what should have and could have been done differently during the blizzard of 2022 as you look back on things right now what should have been and could have been done differently. I wish I'd done more with Andy Parker, but I did as much as I could. And I still got feedback from people, again, saying, well, if you're not trying to hype the storm, how come you've got Andy Parker on all the time? And I also believe, and maybe I'm wrong, but that there is uh, partially a boy-who-cried-wolf phenomenon going on that so many times we've been told by the National Weather Service, and I'm not trying to pick on the National Weather Service. I love the men and women of the National Weather Service. They love me. But so many times we're told, winter storm advisory, winter storm warning, and it proves to be absolutely nothing. But in this particular case, everybody was unanimous that this was going to be a, quote, generational storm. So I, I must confess, and, I mean, forget about Mark Poling Cars and Byron Brown for a moment. The supervisors of Erie County um, might have been more proactive, I think, in shutting down the roads. And I have told you the story about, look, guys, when I go to work, I don't get to work at 10 o'clock in the morning. Tim Wanger might like me there at 10 o'clock in the morning, but that ain't, if I wanted a real job, I'd have a real job, okay? But I remember driving on uh, Millersport, and seeing the fire department lowering the barricades so people could not access the 290. And I thought to myself, okay, this is going to be serious. And I get to work. It's right after 10 o'clock in the morning. First thing I did was I called Tim Wanger and I said, Tim, I just want you to know I'm at work. I'm ready to go. I'm here for the duration. And there were about a dozen of us very dedicated people who were in the same position. And I'm wondering, as you look back on the storm, and look, I, I kind of feel like a Dorcas asking you this in August, because it seems like it was an eternity ago, but what might have been done differently to save lives? And I believe that the one of the things that should have and could have been done differently, actually a few things. Number one, I think the emergency alert system should have been activated, The emergency alert system should have been activated. Number two, I believe that every road in Erie County ought to have been closed effective at 6 a.m., and every town supervisor should have said, we are closing the town. You need to stay home. That being said, I believe there are reasons why, and I think some of that has to do with the pandemic, why that did not happen. But... When I hear about software glitches in 2022, that is not an acceptable excuse to me. Software glitches, come on, let's be real, shall we? 803. 0930 is the phone number, star 930 on the cell phone, and 1-800-616-WBEN. That is uh, one of my questions as we uh, look at the blizzard of 2022. I've got some other stuff to talk about as well, dealing with elderly parents, but uh, Maki Becker of the Buffalo News does a very good job uh, in documenting exactly what people think went wrong during the blizzard of 2022. And I will tell you this much, and I'm going to steal a line, as I've often quoted from uh, Jimmy Stelianu, Jimmy Love, the Christmas of 2022, I I didn't see my family, um, but but I had you listening, and this is not BS, it's not radio hype, it is as sincere as sincere could be the Christmas of 2022 was the most rewarding Christmas of my life because this radio station, and I was a big part of the coverage, this radio station was there for the people of Western New York. You know, we've got a little thing here at WBEN, here when you need us the most, and that was our motto in the blizzard of 2022. Jimmy Stelianu and I, Every decision we made at the radio station was based on the premise: "Here, when you need us the most." And look, I'm old. I'm. I was the. Gra- they called me Grandpa during the coverage of the blizzard. Okay. And um, that being said, I, I I think about the calls we took. I think about the terror in people's voices. And no matter what happens in the future, in my life, professionally or personally, I will always take great pride in what we did during the blizzard of 2022, while at the same time wondering if we could have done a better job. And I'm not looking for compliments, okay? I'm looking for constructive criticism of the whole system. And hopefully by Monday, this uh, summer cold will have uh, deserted me. Um, I told Tim Wanger earlier this week, I said, are, are you serious? Once in a couple of decades, I get a summer cold and it has to happen right now. So, I mean, don't worry. I feel like 110%. It's just that I sound like Hurricane Smith doing, hey, babe, what would you say back in the 1970s? Uh, on the other hand i've had many women tell me that this voice is uh rather on the sexy side, so uh i guess we'll we'll run with that how's that <clears throat> all right uh we will uh, take calls on what could have been done better during the blizzard of twenty two after uh five thirties news and I also want to talk to you about your elderly parents on news radio nine thirty w b e n I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on. We talk about basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happens. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. It's uh Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. Welcome to the program. Good to be with you. And uh anyway, good to be here. And uh it's a Friday. We made it to Friday. So uh talking a little bit, I mean we we've had a little bit of everything today. First hour we started out with John Elmore talking about the tops mass murdering terrorist scumbag and uh, various legal issues uh, related to that. And uh, one of the questions that came up yesterday around this time was, well, how about the uh, police and the doctors who failed to enter this scumbag's name into the NICS system so he could not legally obtain firearms? And... Apparently, there are built-in immunities in the law, which would make such a lawsuit a very expensive and time-consuming proposition. So that answers that question. I uh, talked to John Elmore uh, off the air just a little while ago, and uh, it's just uh, – it's just it's – just, <sighs> One of of the things that's really cool about doing talk radio in your hometown and in the same place decade after decade is you get these people who come into your life like John Elmore. And, you know, I've known John for decades. And then periodically we talk, we get him on the air, and he's always got uh, great input. And as it turns out, as dads, we have uh, certain things in common. And uh, I don't know. It's just, it, it's kind of wild. All right. And we had Mike Love on from the Beach Boys. And uh, obviously, how, how do you do better than Mike Love of the Beach Boys? You, you just don't. I mean, you're, it, it, it's like talking to an American legend. Uh, but anyway, I digress. Uh, we've also talked about the uh, Blizzard report talking about um, software glitches and errors that were made in emergency communication. And I kind of wonder about that. Uh, do Do you guys think, see, one of the things that I think was a mistake, I believe the emergency broadcast system, the emergency alert system should have been put into place probably on Thursday night. Every 15 minutes, there should have been that annoying tone, which I cannot play because you can only play that tone under certain circumstances during a test or during an actual emergency, otherwise you face a risk of a tremendous fine from the FCC, Uh, but I do believe that the uh, emergency alert system should have been activated on Thursday night. I believe the town supervisors in Erie County should have declared states of emergency and closed down all the roads i cannot blame mark pollan cars exclusively i can't blame byron brown exclusively i think it was a collective failure in leadership However, that is somewhat mitigated by the idea that we're just coming out of the pandemic and nobody wanted to be the politician who stole Christmas of 2022 from the people of Western New York after everything that people have been through since the pandemic began. So in in some respects, if I can steal a line from Delbert McClinton, um, where well, there's a name, um, I think that we were all victims of life's circumstances, even Mark Cars, even Byron Brown, and even your local town supervisor. I mean, am I supposed to blame Brian Culpa? I, I don't think so. Am I supposed to blame uh, the supervisor of Tonawanda? I don't think so. Am I supposed to blame Mayor Brown? no. Uh, to what extent did the National Weather Service uh, stay in contact with people? Um, it, I don't know this for a fact, but given my own personal experiences with the National Weather Service, um, they have been outstanding um, if for many, many years in Buffalo, New York. I have no issue with the National Weather Service. In fact, if you will remember, that Friday morning, the storm began. Schools were closed. Uh, I I forget whether they were closed anyway for the uh, Christmas holiday, uh, if we are still allowed to call it the Christmas holiday. But uh, at least there wasn't that issue. But driving into work on that Friday morning, and again, I had a doctor's appointment. And I was literally on the phone with the doctor's office when they called me and said, Mr. Bowerly, we are canceling your appointment for today because of the weather. And, uh, you know, I took a shower and got my go bag ready, and I was out the door by about 9.15, and on, Sher- I took Sheridan Drive into the radio station, and there were a couple of uh, 18-wheelers stuck under the bridge at uh, Harlem, and I said to myself, okay, if this is the case already, this is really going to be a bad situation. So how do we address these bad situations in the future and moving forward. Now, I know at the radio station, in the future, one of the things I'm going to do is I'm going to bring a quilt and not just a blanket, and I'm going to bring a couple of fluffy pillows and not just one. Because as I've told you, and I don't think I speak alone for the people at the radio station, coming into work, um, I knew leaving the house. And again, I've said this before. I knew leaving the house on Friday morning, I was not going to be home for days. I knew it. Now, at the radio station, I wish we had a shower. I didn't realize that there was a gym in the building in which I could have showered. That was unfortunate. Um, and as far as, uh, like, we, we had talked at one point at the radio station in our after-action report about having MREs at the radio station. And And here's the problem. A generational storm, by definition, is once every 20 years. And I can easily see a whole cabinet full of MREs going out in the dumpster. Uh, I think in the future, uh, we will just have to stock up on some more food. And what you guys don't know behind the scenes is that Joe Beamer uh, went out into the teeth of the beginning of the blizzard, and he bought us a whole bunch of ramen noodles. Now, for those of us on a low-sodium diet, uh, not exactly the best thing, but... I want to tell you something, those ramen noodles were lifesavers, and then we actually uh, were given the code to get into the cafeteria in the Uniland complex, and again, forgive the repetition, I've said this before, but we accounted for every strip of bacon, every piece of bread, every layer of mayonnaise, and everything else that we used. I'm not sure what the bill was, but nobody looted anything at the radio station. We are people, believe it or not, even though we're media people, we are people of honor. And one of the things that uh, I, I, I find, um, well, let's put it this way. WBEN was the only radio station in town offering the coverage of the blizzard of 2022 that was to be heard. The public radio station was missing in action they played no role whatsoever in helping people in the storm and our motto at the radio station was hey if we say that we are here when we are needed the most we had better be here when we are needed the most and i'm not sure if i've mentioned this to you on the air or not before but uh, the buffalo bills had a football game and uh there was some discussion at the radio station of, well, we're going to simulcast the GR broadcast of the Bills game uh, to give people a break. And that morning, uh, Jimmy Stelianu and I got together in the master control room and we said, there is no way that we can leave Blizzard coverage behind. We can't do it. We cannot leave people stranded in cars listening to a football game when their lives are at risk. So me being the idiot I am, I said, I'll tell you what, you guys all want to watch the football game. That's totally cool. Let me do the show during the football game. I'll keep people up to date on the score, but I'm going to do it because you guys need a rest. And there were people who were absolutely uh, indefatigable. I totally mispronounced that word. Don't take it personally. Uh, But they were absolutely – unremitting in their coverage of the blizzard of 2022. Um, I do believe that there were some failures along the way. Now, they can say software glitches all they want, but how hard would it have been? By the way, uh, your your telephone calls on this, 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. 803-0930, star 930, and 1-800-616-WBEN. Am I wrong when I say... I think the emergency alert system should have been activated at about 7 p.m. on Thursday before the storm hit, and it should have been activated every 15 minutes to stress the importance of taking proper precautions against Mother Nature. I also believe that the entire area should have been declared under a state of emergency no later than 6 a.m. on Friday morning. In retrospect, I think those things are going to happen. However, uh, in fairness to the elected officials, okay, coming off of COVID and days before Christmas, and I, I don't think that we can address that enough. Some people don't do their Christmas shopping until the very last minute. And I think some of the politicians understood that. And they did not want to be the Grinch. They did not want to be the politicians who stole Christmas. And part of me, to be brutally honest with you, understands that. Okay? It's just like nobody would ever want to be the politician uh, where the Buffalo Bills left town on their watch. Nobody wants to be the politician who stole the Christmas of 2022 after everything we'd been through with the pandemic. So I'm not going to criticize Mark Poloncarz on that. I'm not going to criticize Byron Brown or any of the supervisors. I think they were t- faced with a very difficult choice. However, on the other side, when the National Weather Service says travel will be Difficult to impossible. I don't think you can ignore that. I'd like to believe that if I were county executive, I would have said, okay, folks, I don't like doing this. But the National Weather Service has made it very clear travel is going to be difficult to impossible. Therefore, I'm closing down Erie County effective midnight on Friday or no later than 6 a.m. on Friday. And I would have made sure, and I'm not sure exactly what the signs on the state throughway said, you know, the click it or ticket signs. Uh, But I would have made it very clear to any commuters heading toward western New York, don't even bother trying because you're going to end up being stuck. Uh, You're going to end up being in a very precarious situation and position. I think things could have been done better. But I can't jump on the politicians as much as maybe some of you would like me to do because I do think that there were some aggravating circumstances that went into their lack of decision-making, namely the timing of the storm as it was hours before Christmas. And again, um, to steal a line from uh, Jimmy Stelliano, Jimmy Love... For those of us who were at the radio station during the blizzard of 2022, it was the most rewarding Christmas of our lives. No matter how long I live or what I experience, the fact that we were here and we were serving the community as best as we could and we were sleeping very little and doing very lengthy air shifts. Um, I mean, David Bellavia and I did six hours together on Christmas Day. We did 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. on Christmas Day. David Bellavia and I both did it. And um, I, I'm never, I'm never ever, ever going to forget that. And I'd like to believe that we did some good at this radio station. Um, could more good have been done? Well, that that's an open question. And I'll be happy to take your calls. 803-0930, star 930, and one 800 616 wben Uh, Funny thing is, I sounded better during the blizzard of 22 than I do in August of 23 with this stupid summer cold. Damn it. Uh, Let's go. At least it's not COVID, I I, I don't think. All right, let's get to the calls. Uh, Tim in Orchard Park on WBEN. Welcome to the program. Hello. Uh, Usually helps if I turn the button on. Sorry about that, Tim. That was my bad. You're on WBEN.
2: That's okay. Hi. Um, I don't want to keep keep on the uh, air too too long but i just want to make the point you've already touched on it and it has to do with media uh years ago you know everybody had an am radio everybody was like tuned in and this isn't a plug for for uh for your radio station but it, it's an important point you know the mass the masses all were tuned into like am radio I mean NPR was out there too, but like you said, they don't didn't participate.
1: No, um, the national uh, the public radio station locally was missing in action. If I was in charge, heads would have rolled over there.
2: Yeah, but every, you're right. And and every time there's a, a really big incident, you know, people that have an AM radio know you go to you go to WBN or you you know, you go to one of the bigger, you know, um AM radio stations. I got kids, they don't even have an AM radio. They're streaming, they're listening to, you know, podcasts and whatever, this, that, and the other. You know, you're not getting that information, you're not getting that up-to-date thing. So I I think some kind of a bulletin on all the TV stations, all the radios, that would have helped, definitely
1: um you know what i i agree do you, you do not disagree with my theory that the emergency alert system should have been activated on thursday night every 15 minutes to stress the gravity and the severity of the situation
2: oh yeah they they should have came up with that uh, as part of their incident command uh, system you know the, the communication people should have been uh at the incident commander to say, "Hey, look, we got to get something out to everybody, you know, and and put it out that way."
1: All right, Tim. Thank you very much. I appreciate the call. Let's work in Dave on a cell phone. Dave, you're on WBEN. I've got 60 seconds. Go.
2: Uh, emergency broadcast system. In your recollection, have it has it ever been used in an actual emergency? Because the blizzard yes. of Christmas,
1: yes, would have been a perfect time to use it. Yes, it has been. Uh, we had, uh, Back in the old days at the other radio station, we, at the request of the National Weather Service, an official government entity, we did activate emergency broadcast system when it was called that during severe thunderstorms and tornadic weather. Oh, okay. So that is your answer. And that is the That's voice it. of experience speaking. <laughs> all right my brother thank you very much i appreciate i appreciate the call um very interesting and i just i want to congratulate mackie becker uh for her story in the uh, buffalo news um obviously uh we are not the buffalo news's favorite radio station but uh i'm certainly not going to uh uh be an idiot and say you know this is all our story because it really wasn't anyway uh wow I don't know how the time went. I do want to thank uh, Tanner Saunders for uh, being behind the glass, doing a great job that he did. And uh, this weekend, I am going to uh, rest the voice, uh, get rid of the stupid summer cold, which I can't believe I got. I mean, I have no idea where I picked it up. But it could be worse. It could be syphilis. So there's that. So 556 at News Radio 930 WBEN.
3: And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.
1: This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. So what exactly is the show about? It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitches and catches. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.